0: In the Tamaki Makoto Auckland studio. We welcome Michelle Courts and Donna Brookbanks Kyurikurua. Atamari. Well,
1: we're, we're, we're in a good mood. It's sunny up here. It's a terrific day in Tamaki Makaurau. What's it like down there? Are you happy?
0: Uh, it's a bit of outside, I think, but oh. I'm happy for you, actually. Thank our you. colleagues, our Auckland colleagues, sent us a beautiful picture of blue sky this yes. morning.
1: Yes, it's lovely to stretch out your webbed feet after the last <laughs> eight or nine months of rain here. I've got my socks off. Speak just, for yourself. Uh, uh, all right. I've, all got, right. Ve- I've got very
2: uh, uh, separated Unwebbed. toes. Okay. <laughs> Mm, yes, okay. but how many?
1: Yeah, I'm not telling. Oh, it's a secret. <laughs> it's a secret.
0: Is it nice and warm too? That's the it, other thing.
1: It Actually. is. Good. Well, I've got a on, but Donna is in a t-shirt. With yes, m- yes, and shorts and shorts even. It's casual Friday, baby. Mm. It's nice. It's nice. Yeah, good. It's good. And we're thinking about what we're going to be eating all weekend, and so we, we've we've come up with some quite food-based stories for you today. I hope that's all right. Uh, and the first one I'm excited about is, um, well, am I? It's an Irish <laughs> chef who uh, has uh, he's appeared twice in the Guinness World Record books within two days. It's not for what he cooked. It's for how long he cooked. So his name is Alan Fisher, and he's an Irish chef who has a restaurant in—that's uh, <laughs> French—in Japan. I'm just mixing many cultures. You really here. are. Yeah. It's yeah. like a bouillon. <laughs> um, I don't know what that is. And a uh, bignon. Thank you. And he cooked for almost five days, and then he took a day off, and then he baked for almost. Two days and you know, yeah, but to be honest, that's what we all did in lockdown, isn't it? isn't it I did a lot of I ate for that long, yes, yes,, <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like this is I mean terrific, but men get to be in a Guinness Book of World Records when they cook for five days and bake for two days. Women make dinner for forty years. <laughs> And what do they get? A mug with world's greatest mum on it.
2: What do you want, Michelle?
1: I'd like a needle or a... Yeah, That would be
2: lovely. I didn't realise it was five days. You know, I looked at that and I was like, 119 hours, oh Yeah. Not thinking about that in days. That's
1: ah, a long time. It is a long time, I suppose.
2: And you know how like chefs are gr- typically, yeah I don't want to stereotype you, but uh-huh. they're typically mm. very grumpy people. Shouty, even. Imagine how grumpy and shouty they'd be <gasps> after five
1: days of cooking. Oh, wow. No, and you're dealing with a lot of hot, sharp things, too. And the equipment. Yeah. Yay! Yay! <laughs> so... Yeah, he's been dragged a lot on social media because um, the, the record he broke for the cooking uh, was held by a really lovely and very popular Nigerian woman um, called Hilda Bachi And she, I mean, the courteous thing to do is to leave somebody's world record for a year or so, so they get to enjoy the mm-hmm. the spoils of it. Right. But he just kind of jumped in very early. So he's been dragged on social media, they've been eviscerating him or. or I like to think of it sautéing him, or perhaps oh. even roasting him. <laughs> Do you see what I did there? I did. Um, I did. The cooking based um, Joke. The, um,
2: I was just waiting in reception here, Michelle, before you got here, talking to Alistair, um, who is boy crush, who was playing with Jesse this afternoon ah, in nice, a band. Nice. And he was. I told him about the story, and he said, "Oh, well, have you heard the story about the the the, the chef who ate the plane?" What? And I said, "What?" And he said. <laughs> The chef who ate the plane. And I kept asking him to... Because I was like, I must be mishearing this. No, no, no. He ate a plane. It was a French chef who um, his thing was eating unusual things. So then I started looking this up, right? There's a list of unusual items consumed. <laughs> At least 45 door hinges, 18 bicycles, 7 TV sets, a pair of skis. I love this. One Cessna 150 light aircraft. <gasps>
0: One. Was it a jet plane, like a like a chewy lolly, or what? How do you play? No, eat a plane? no, like an
1: actual, like an actual plane. Like, like, yeah. So he's ingesting metal and Ingest- upholstery yeah. and hinges and I don't. I said, don't. I know. He said. His name
2: is Letito. Claimed not to suffer ill effects from his consumption of substances. May I add, he died aged fifty-seven. So <laughs> sure, sure, yeah. Anyway, I thought that was an interesting side. That's insane. Side story. It's
1: crazy. It's a crazy thing to do. What? I don't find it as. Um, I mean, the, I. The, there's a new story about um, Pizza Hut, which in Hong Kong is doing a sort of kind of local connection to the cuisine thing and mm. serving. Snake pizza, snake on a pizza. Say hi. It's a sequel to Snakes on Blame. <laughs> I feel like once you put pineapple on a pizza, the door is open. You can have anything you like.
2: Well, that's a great thing about pizza, really. I think is you it? can put
1: whatever you want. It's on not it. what the Italians say, but oh, sure.
2: You're absolutely right. <laughs> so this out.
1: is so yeah. Pizza Hut um, in uh, Hong Kong have been um, doing a little collaboration with uh, a local snake restaurant, and I. I smile as I say that, um, and, which has been around since 1895. So they've been respecting the, the local culture. Um, and I don't find it as weird as other people. I've been to Darwin, though, so I've eaten snake. Have you? And emu. Have you? Yes. Kangaroo? Like chicken. Kangaroo, eaten right? I have yes. eaten kangaroo. Yes. It's a bit wondering. dry, isn't it? It is dry. It is dry. Flavour of chicken, but the, the, the texture of... Snake? Chew. Snake, snake. Yeah, is that what you're talking about? No, 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 no. Oh, kangaroo. Kangaroo. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, that's what they're
2: saying here. Is that um, snake tastes like dry chicken? Is that your experience? Yeah. Skirt? Yeah. Well, I think everything tastes
1: like. chicken. I think we taste like chicken. Apparently, if you. I'm not sure. If you dive in, I've, that's what I've heard. If you dive in, yeah. Okay. I'm fine, thank yeah. you. Yeah, no, um, this pizza
2: has an, uh, combines uh, shredded snake meat, black mushrooms, and Chinese dried ham. Yum.
0: Real it's kind of a, a meat lovers thing,
1: yeah, is it? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I'm not so bothered by snake. Maybe because I like eel so much, and I just feel oh. like snake is land based. Eel is it? That... Oh, land
2: based eel. Yeah, <laughs> that's
1: a good definition. It's a great definition. And Long like... and skinny
0: and slithery. Yeah. Pretty much it.
1: And if you were one of those liberal vegetarians who just makes a rule like I don't eat anything with feet, you could eat snake, couldn't you? You could. It's full of protein. It's good for you. Is it? Yeah, apparently. Well, that's what they're saying, isn't it? Yeah, especially in autumn, just before it goes for a hibernate. It's it's full full of...
0: The question is, who's going to go and get the snake, or anything else for that matter, when we just don't even get out of our cars to get breakfast anymore? Hmm?
1: Yeah. Yeah, this is fascinating, isn't it? This research published in the New York Times. Isn't this all the things that have come out of COVID and Mm.
2: pandemic and lockdown and stuff super interesting? A societal sea change. If you would, yeah. Mm? I like that. Thank you. You're full
1: of good ones I am, today. I'm full of it today. Yeah,
2: yeah. What have they done? They've done a study on um, the fact that people no longer are going in to d- 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 dine in at a restaurant, they're going through drive through now, right? Yeah, Is that right?
1: yeah, that's exactly what's happening. Mm. And d- can I, I'm surely not the only person who noticed this during the pen. when we were in lockdown. You know, you'd leave your house and you're allowed to go to the supermarket, and then you'd park in the car park at the supermarket and just go, Oh, nice bit of quiet time. Oh, I'm out just oh, all by myself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't have to deal with any of the people I'm locked in a house with. <laughs> and you'd look around the car park, and there were. <laughs> Dozens of people just sitting quietly in their cars, reading their phones, maybe just staring into space, having a little hmm. It was a quiet space where you could go safely during right. the pandemic. So yeah. I think we got really used to being in our car. But is this
0: like a McDonald's kind of KFC uh, drive through, or is this actually sitting having a fine dining meal delivered to you? No, so time. that's a
1: thought. That no, no this good. is the your yeah, fast food option <laughs> yeah. that people would rather do it in the drive through than pop into the store and do the take. Well, I mean,
0: irretrievably lazy, basically, aren't we? Yes. Yeah. yeah,
1: indeed, this yeah. is correct. Yeah. Yes, also at my local McDonald's, if you go inside, it, there's a um, there's a children's playground that smells of feet. Oh, and I just I feel Ew. like
0: that's not. How do what you know me. it smells of feet? Because like, I've
1: got a nose.
0: <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah, but, like, okay, bragger. <laughs>
1: I take my, I've taken my grandchildren there, and yes. if you poke your nose into the little ball space you oh, know, and okay, this confined bit, you know, it's spaces. I was yeah. going to say,
0: smelly feet is normally a reasonably close-up experience, unless you're on a 4 plane, in which case it can yes. travel for miles. Imagine oh. if
1: you were eating the plane that smells
0: of feet. <laughs> be awful, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't that just
1: little joyous feet all over the? All over the playground
0: that's not joyous for you, Michelle. Joyous.
1: Oh, no. I just, you know, the smell of children's feet is, I mean, it's really. Oh, my stomach of... is turning over. Oh, should we talk about cats? Let's, yeah, talk, about let's cats. talk about cats. Don, and you love cats. I love cats. I have a cat. Tell us about this story about the, the cats and, the, and their facial expressions. Yeah.
2: Well, every now and then I feel like there's a story where they're like, we've worked out what cats are trying to say. No one really knows what cats are trying to say. But, exactly. Have... off, that's what they're yeah, trying yeah, to say. Exactly, yeah, Feed me exactly and then right.
0: off. <laughs> And well, get off my sofa.
2: I just read this story, right? about how experts have revealed that cats can have 300 facial expressions. Um, and I read through this article and then went in over to my cat to be like, what are you thinking? And she just smacked me
0: across the arm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've got a little bit more work to do, I think. Playfully. But- Playfully. It's, that's pretty amazing, <laughs> considering that they're, like, their faces are covered in fur. Yes. They don't have eyebrows, no. really. No. I
1: think. Do they? No, well, oh, they got whiskers. They got Apparently whiskers. you've got to pay attention to their whiskers. Yeah,
2: I've never noticed my cat's whiskers doing anything except just being on their face. Not it even says, before it smacks you
0: in the face. No.
1: <laughs> see, and it says you know that they're going to smack you if you see their pupils dilate. If you've Close enough to see their pupils dilate. You're going to lose one of your eyes any minute now. That's true. Yeah. So my cat has learnt to. Well, mostly his expression is not those biscuits, you idiot. The other (laughs) ones. Thank you, but he has learnt with his expressions to ask for filtered water. Um, so he will look at his bowl and look at the water jug and look at his bowl and then look meaningfully at me, and he will do that until I put the filtered water. Filtered water, yeah. And then when oh, I'm not looking, done. he'll go and lick the, lick the water out of a puddle in the drive. Oh, yeah. Cause...
0: Can we? Um, I don't know if I want to go here because the visuals are not good to start with. Mm-hmm. But the, the the Florida man and the beer belly. Oh, I love this. wrestling. There's a lot going on here.
1: You gotta love a. a place where they have some self-awareness and are willing to uh, make fun of themselves. So in Florida, which is, you know, quite often known as a place where um, of strange news stories that involve guns and drugs and booze and reptiles and often all of those together, they've decided to have a a Florida man competition uh, where you do things like um, a bare belly wrestling competition self-explanatory uh, there's an evading arrest obstacle course where <laughs> Where you get chased by real that. police officers. Um, and a category five cash grab where they blow dollar notes in a wind machine and you have to catch as much money as you possibly can. So um just, that sounds
2: super fun.
1: Does sound great, eh?
2: obstacle course being just by cops when you're not Real actually in tr- when you're not actually in trouble. Yeah. they you can experience it, You're not going to go to jail. Yeah, I, don't think
0: I want to do that in the United States. To be honest, well, hey, you're right. Actually,
1: because are give that
0: one a miss. Yeah. Mm. I keep thinking
1: about what that would look like here. Like if we did a Kiwi blokes games. Oh yes. I figure like it would be a lot of men standing around a barbecue, but only one man is allowed to turn the sausages. <laughs> And there'd also be a a trailer backing competition, but the competition is not for the person backing the trailer. It's for the men giving the instructions.
0: Oh, that's good. Yeah, best instructions. Come on, fess up. Who yeah. here has successfully reversed a trailer?
1: I, I've, well, a, a short distance, I can do. Of course <laughs> you as long as it's had. on the flat. It's got to be on the flat. It's no. on my
0: bucket list, but, yeah. you know, I haven't had a need to. But, no. Uh, I'm a really good parallel parker. I think that I will t- be relevant. I am
1: too. This is my thing. Uh-huh. I, yeah, I, t- I take
2: I can, great pleasure do in you parallel parker. I remember parking? in my um, driving test yes. you know, a, a few years ago, Now, where um, I had to back round a corner as part Ooh, of my that would, test. That's not part they, of the test. Right? They just...
0: Only
2: recently now I've gone. Was even legal? I've you, just remembered yeah. actually
0: re-parallel parking that the last mm-hmm. time I did it outside Briscoe's and Taranaki Street, I crunched the back <gasps> of the car onto no. the most ridiculous big concrete lamppost that was jutting out, and it was oh. covered in car paint like every colour in the <laughs> universe. So you know. Um, you just joined in. I just joined in. Um, and honestly, don't ever park. Just join the queue to get in the car park, people, because it's guaranteed. And stay in the car. Stay News in the you car. you can use. Thank you, Donna. Thanks, Michelle.